Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, welcome back to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You can find us live every day on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, Edgework HQ. You can also find us on Twitter there as Edgework HQ as well. Switched everything around, keep it all in line, and you can track all the picks that we've given out on the season, the picks that we'll give out today, how we're doing so far on the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. We uh, won't waste time getting into it. Joined today by So Money and Alex B. Smith. Guys, how's it going? Good, good. Doing well. Good, much, really uh, good. Yeah, yeah So Money, you're, uh, you should be in a good mood today. The Vancouver Canucks finally let go of Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, it is announced that Rick Talkett will be coming in there. Uh, just give us your thoughts on how you're feeling after you see that announcement finally go through. Well, I feel great for Bruce Boudreau to be um, finally able to uh, move on with his life after being after being held hostage like that for for a for a couple of months there. Um, you know, it's really hard for me to to imagine that someone like Rutherford and Alvin, who've been around the game for for so many years, that um, they they don't know or they didn't understand how to how to handle this kind of situation. So. It leads me to believe that the directive to do this to someone, um, it, it came from the top. And it doesn't surprise me that someone like Francesco Aquilini and the way that he runs his businesses, allegedly, that um, he would he would um, treat his employees um, the way that he did, right? So what my concern long term now that we can that we can move forward is that you if you're a player, if you're, if there's other um, scouting positions, managerial positions, and um, you have a choice between coming to Vancouver or going somewhere else, all things being equal, why would you come to Vancouver, right? Like, why would you want to play for this owner and this management group that um, that that treats people like this, right? So, um, going forward, that would be my concern. Um, we have to be careful too, because I think that there's a lot of animosity in this market right now. Um, and unfortunately it's going to be directed a lot towards Rick Tockett. Um, he hasn't done anything wrong. It's not, it's, it's not on Tockett here. So um, I think that we need to be careful for that. And um, this market has no patience right now at all. And um, I can't, I can't, I can't blame them. The problem with this team we knew in the offseason it was the defense. They didn't address the defense. They, Rutherford, whatever he wants to say now, I'm sorry for being too honest and too direct, all that bullshit. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is that he left his coach out to dry by not addressing the defense, by coming out and saying that um, basically someone else added the second year on his contract, so it's not my problem, right? And... That was very concerning to me. So 
those are my concerns going going forward with this team. I'm happy for Boudreaux. Um, I really hope he can find a job somewhere. He 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 deserves it. And in terms of the Canucks going forward, they are so bad on defense that even a small um, bump in goaltending, which is going to happen when Demko comes back, is going to make it seem like they've improved on defense under Rick Tockett. And <laughs> and and that's and that's worrying to me because we've seen this before. They have a soft schedule. Um, Demko will be back. They're gonna beat the Hawks, Al- the uh, Alex B. Smith's Hawks, right? They're gonna <laughs> beat the Coyotes, right? And then all of a sudden, we're gonna see that they're gonna get the kind of like the post Boudreaux bump that they had last year, and all and all's well, right? They're gonna make some stupid moves in the in the off season. We'll be right back here again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to unpack with it. I kind of was curious your thought on this because you you talked about some of like, yeah, why would guys want to go there? Players, trainers, coaches, whatever. Why would you want to go there if that's what's how things are going to be handled? And that was kind of one of the questions I had had with the whole talking thing is like, obviously, I mean, there's a few things. One being if the whole four weeks thing was real, he was technically hired before Christmas. So like there's that then he obviously wouldn't have known back then specifically what was going on there's been a lot that's come to light since that point but if you watch this unfold how excited truly are you to get to Vancouver and now you're going to be the guy that's in that position and then the one that I just keep kind of going to is like this Vancouver team they should just rebuild at this point and commit to rebuilding because all they've tried to do is retool and build on the fly and now this, this is where they are. Well, as someone who's in that market, there's so money. Is this something where you're looking at more can, like cautiously or concerningly because you're looking at it going, we're hiring a guy to come in here and change things and turn things around. Like, what's the mindset of this team going to be going forward? Like, do they think that they can be good now again next summer when with Rick Talkett coming in here? Like, they're going to try to be a good team next year and not commit to that rebuild again? Yeah, and 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 that's and that's a big concern, right? Even even in the press conference last week, within a span of a couple of minutes, you have Rutherford saying, on one hand, that um, that 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 we need to retool and we have the pieces in place with with uh, Pedersen and with Hughes, and then shortly thereafter, he says that this team needs major surgery, and <laughs> and and I was wrong with with the way that. Um, that I'm get, getting out of contracts and all that. So I, I don't understand how you reconcile those two statements, right? Like which, which, which one is it? Right. And then, um, so, so, so the lack of direction here is, is, is very concerning because I don't know how you can retool with the contracts that you have right now. And you need to wait until those contracts run out, or you need to retain some salary, like, there's some creative things that you need to do, which I don't know that that's conducive to a retooling environment, right? Like you need to, yeah. you you need to rebuild when you have bad contracts. I'm especially in like the salary cap era, so I, it's it's a lack of direction, right? I I I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know how we move forward here, right? And that's and and that's and that's very very concerning to us here. Yeah, and I see Connor Hartle in the chat here saying Bruce is about to replace Talkit on TNT. That would be a funny turn of events if he went there. But 
Uh, Alex, I want to ask you just briefly, they're not on the uh, schedule of games tonight. There is only four games, so we will get into those. But what's going on with the Chicago Blackhawks right now? The teams that need to lose games are finding ways to win them. The Montreal Canadiens can't stop winning games. They set, decide, forget it. We're putting everybody on the IR. We're sending people down. And all of a sudden, they continue to win games. And now the Hawks are on a little bit of a heater themselves. What's going on there in Chicago? Yeah, I don't quite get it. I mean, this is supposed to be the, the key point of the year where we're tanking and trying to get into the counter Bernard sweepstakes. Like you said, a lot of top teams are finding ways to win. And it's also just that kind of the dog day, uh, you know, philosophy too of some of these bigger teams just you know not getting geared up to play those bottom tier teams and, and are losing as these huge favorites so you know we talk about that all the time about avoiding laying uh big chalk especially in the middle of the year when you got these you know weird scheduling spots we're a couple weeks away from the, the all-star breaks you got you know guys that are kind of looking forward to the break and different things like that so there's some tricky spots where you can find some of these big dogs cashing and the hawks have just been happen to be one of them but to talk about this whole situation with vancouver i think the thing is it's like you know what is this move really doing? Is it moving things forward or are they gearing toward, you know, uh, tanking the rest of the way too? Because here's the thing, the defense has been the issue, but they kept Mike Yo around. You get rid of the other two assistants and you leave Mike Yo, a guy who has historically been brutal uh, with the last few teams he's been aligned with, you know, going back with the Wild as a head coach last, you know, last year with Philly, you know, being the interim coach. Uh, this guy just doesn't have it. For some reason, he keeps getting chances and I'm st- stunned that he's the holdover here. Uh, you know, with this staff. So it'd be interesting to see. And then according to Tockett, they said that, you know, he's going to have a, a, a lot of autonomy here because he's, you know, the lone guy sticking around. That's not a good sign if you're thinking about, you know, Vancouver, you know, trying to make a, a turnaround and be a playoff team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to unpack with the Vancouver Canucks right now. Like even some of it is, you're talking about they didn't want to pay guys and and they're paying Travis Green still. They're paying Bruce Boudreaux now. They're paying Rick Tockett now. And only one of those guys is currently their head coach. And some of it was I was just sitting there wondering, like, why don't you just go to finish out the season with an interim guy and then get the guy in the summer and start fresh, like start with the clean slate because otherwise some of it will be what so many saying is you might get that boost out of the guy and then you're going to get a little bit of a false hope moving forward. Um. I see Jonas Hoquist here saying hello from Sweden. Uh, any thoughts about Sutter? Um, wondering if that would be uh, in terms of Sutter potentially getting fired in Calgary there. We will get into that, some of this with over the game, so we can kind of wait for some of those, but appreciate people watching from Sweden. Kind of cool. Sweden, if you guys awesome. are... Yeah, if you're watching live right now, you want to engage, you want to ask questions, make sure to go over to the YouTube, the Edgework YouTube there. You can comment. We will see it in real time. We appreciate it if you like and subscribe on this channel. Uh, but let's get into some of the games today. We will get to Calgary and what's going on there a little bit later. So we'll start with the Florida-New York Rangers game here. Uh, Florida only three points back of a playoff spot right now, which I kind of like to see as uh, we're watching Montreal move a little bit farther away from having the opportunity of having two picks in the uh, very top of the uh, of the draft lottery this year. Playing against the Rangers, who are currently holding on to third in the Metro. They are seven points back of the Devils, though. The Rangers 6-2-2 two two in their last 10. So money, uh, which... Uh, which team are you siding with here tonight in this one? So it's a tough one. Uh, we're on, um, for some reason, uh, we're on Yaroslav Halak watch here. Um, it's not uh, It's not certain that uh, that Shesterkin is going to get the start. So we're just 
we're just we're just waiting for that. Um, Florida, um, by all accounts, um, like f- coming out of their their camp here, they feel like they're starting to turn it around. Um, they are they are getting results, but I'm not that impressed with their play. I don't think that um, that the results that they're getting reflect the way that they're playing. So that's um, that's that's something to keep in mind. And also their wins. Um, Arizona, Detroit, Vancouver, Montreal, who's been playing better, uh, Buffalo, who's been playing well, and and a game against Minnesota that um, it says on the scoreboard that they won by two, but um, on my sheets here, I don't think they won that game by two. So um, I, I I think that um, the the price on Florida, it makes sense. However... If the Rangers do go with go with Halak, I think that um, that number is a little bit too high. Now, I will mention on Halak though. I think that the market disrespects him a lot, which they should. Um, but it's but but the extent of the market moves whenever Halak is in is based on how he did last year. His numbers this year, um, he he hasn't played that bad this year. So I think that. Um, it's going to be one of those things where I wait and see how the market overreacts. If it is, if it is Shesterkin, um, the Rangers will take some money. Um, it's at 135, 130 average right now. Um, that should get pushed up, which I think will give Florida some value. If Halak gets in, I think it's going to move, um, move back the other way. And at that point, I would, I would want to buy the dip on the, uh, on, on the Rangers. So this is another situation where you, you want to play the number and it's not necessarily about the team. All right. Yeah. And I mean, with this one, like I said, you know, Halaki has done well. He's one of the last four stars. One of those came against uh, Florida back on New Year's day at, you know, 32 saves in a win. Like I said, you know, his numbers at the beginning were, were a bit rough, but he's kind of found his way a little bit. And, you know, he doesn't need to be, uh, the guy just stand up and, and steal a bunch of games for him. He just needs to be serviceable in the second half. And uh, the fact that the Rangers, you know, still trust in him, they haven't made, you know, gone out to make a move to upgrade uh, that number two spot. He said, yeah, so you can't just completely rush and automatically just auto fade when you see Halak confirmed. But at the same time, this is still a better when you see this price and it's just Sturkin. Uh, that's usually a, a buy sign for the Rangers. One I'm probably going to stay away from uh, on my card. I can't trust Florida right now in any spot. But like I said, I'm still not crazy or comfortable with laying a big price with a lock. But, you know, I've come around to it way more now than I have, say, you know, three or four weeks ago. And the, and, and the other thing, too, here is that um, um, coaches, especially like the uh, kind of old school guys like Galan, they still look at um, a goalie's numbers against a, against a specific team for – whatever reason, right? And uh, um, Halak does have good numbers against Florida. So I think that um, coaches, some coaches still, still, still look at that kind of nonsense. So I think that um, that's, that's something to keep an eye on. Okay. So we won't be locking that one in, but keep an eye on the goalie situation there. And as someone, he said, buying the dip on uh, Halak announcement, if that were to happen. And then, uh, yeah, so just keep your eyes out for goalie news. Turn on those notifications if you've got that available to you. But uh, let's get to the next game here. The Islanders, Toronto Maple Leafs right now. Uh, the Islanders are tied with the Florida Panthers in points, and both those teams sitting three back of the Pittsburgh Penguins. But this Islanders team uh, right now just 
two, five, and three in their last ten. They're on a four-game losing streak, including losses to Washington, the Bruins, the Sabers, and the Carolina Hurricanes. Meanwhile, the Toronto Maple Leafs right now five points up on Tampa, uh, grinding away to try to get any of those points to maintain that home ice advantage because at this point, it looks like it'll be those two teams going head-to-head in the first round of the playoffs. They did just lose to the Habs, unfortunately, but to pick up a point there. Looks like it's going to be uh, potentially Matt Murray. I would imagine it would be Matt Murray just to give him some type of opportunity to bounce back after what we saw in his last outing against Florida Panthers. And uh, I was last seeing Sorokin potentially in net for the Islanders. So money. With those goalie matchups, are you looking here for uh, for the uh, under in this game? Yeah, I was um, I was all set for, for the under here, but um, I do – I would have liked to see Sam, um, Samson off in net. Um, the problem with Murray um, – and you and you alluded to that briefly is that um, recently there's been um, there's 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 been a dip in play on him, um, and that's something that um, I'm not able to kind of reconcile with my with my numbers right now that I would need for an under. Um, I know that there's some um, there's some confusion. Let's just say confusion. Um, so Samsonov is the first goalie off the ice. Okay, so um, sorry, this is going to be live here. I need to set. I need to send this under out right now. So um, <laughs> no worries. Let's um, let's let's lock in the under. I wanted I wanted Samsonov in goal. So um, let's let's do that right now. We got um, yeah up up to minus one eighteen. I've got on this under. So let's 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 lock that in right now. And just give me All a second. Right. <laughs> yeah, no worries. There is widely available uh, under sixes minus one eleven. I'm seeing is best price available, widely available. We did set this to New Jersey, um, just to try to get some prices that are available for most people watching and uh, most of the regulated books that we'll get in there. But definitely shop around, as you're seeing. There's a book out there that's got an under six plus one oh one kind of interested to see what the decision was on that uh, Samsonov starting myself. Last I was seeing was Murray would go. I was reading reports that people were saying Murray might end up being the guy to go in net here for the Leafs, just given the fact that he did have that bad outing against Florida, gets pulled, Samsonov goes in to fill in for him, has a great third period, then has a great game against the Jets, played pretty well against the Habs on Saturday, so I was thinking they might go back, but... I guess as you kind of narrow down to the playoffs here, it is time to start figuring out which guy's going to be your number one and who can hold that, who can handle that uh, that workload in that capacity. So interesting to see Samsonov go. But Alex, do you have any thoughts on this Islanders uh, Leafs game tonight? Yeah, I mean the the price is going to keep me off of uh, off of things. Like I said, this is I wish this was a better card to be honest. Uh, for four games, this is not one of the spots that I truly yeah. like. But uh, but this is just definitely. Um, yeah, this is definitely one I'm, I'm going to pass on for sure. All right, fair enough. So we did lock in the end of there. If you want to track the picks that are given out on this show, make sure to go over to the BetStamp app. Uh, you can find us there in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. now. Cleaned everything up. Uh, also, Aaron Lappin saying, Islanders lost eight straight as dogs. So... I don't. I. I don't know if that's that's true or not. I would. I would 
take him for his word, but uh, interesting one. Nonetheless, that being said, when we're facing the Leafs, all that stuff kind of just go out the window. It doesn't really matter for, for Toronto. All right, a game, Alex, that you are on here. Calgary, Columbus. We'll get to this yeah. here. I saw Jonas followed up, and he was talking about the uh, the press conferences from Sutter, which is something I was going to bring up here anyways. I don't know if you guys saw. They have the kid, Pelletier, make his debut for the Calgary Flames. They ask him what he thought about his debut, and after the game, he says what number was he, and then reads his stat line off. Uh, I don't know if you guys thought anything of it. I didn't really find it like that big of a deal. I was kind of, I didn't really know what to make of it. Honestly, I didn't know if he was just joking around or being dry or actually was being a bit of an ass. I wasn't really sure, but, uh, this Calgary team right now, they got some stuff to figure out as they are tied with Colorado now in points. Uh, they have played two more games than Colorado as well. They're four points back of the Oilers. This team's on the outside looking in at a playoff spot, and uh, it's going to be a bit of a grind down the stretch here to fight their way back in as they are looking up at teams like Colorado, like the Edmonton Oilers. But Alex, what are you liking in this game between the Calgary Flames and the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight? Yeah, I, I like the over here. I mean, I got the, this morning late uh, five with 6.5, which is a bit steep. Usually I've been playing these waiting for – uh, that live over to drop down to five and a half, which has been successful. But I just think we're going to see goals back and forth. I mean, Cal- Calgary has had real issues with giving up goals, especially early in the game. And then some of the first shots we saw with Marks, I think, had a run of like eight of 10 games where he gave up a, a goal within the first three shots that he faced. Uh, Columbus has had all kinds of injury issues and, 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 and shakiness with their back end and goaltenders. It just feels like one of those games where they kind of roll the puck out and it's, you know, who can score the most. So I definitely feel like it's going to be a good back and forth pace and I think laying, uh, you know, basically a, a pick and price here with a six and a half is fine. All right. Yeah, I, I think uh, in, um, in reference to uh, Sutter's press conference there. So I, I love the sarcastic deadpan humor and I think that um, that uh, Sutter really brings it um, on 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 that front, um, but there is some additional context here as well. I think that um, um, Sutter is probably a little annoyed that um, that he's been getting so much heat in that market about about uh, uh, about playing the kid. I think it's 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 been a couple of weeks where he's been a where he's been a healthy scratch, and he's really. Um, and and he's really feeling it that like why is this kid up here if you're not gonna play him? So yeah, I did I did finally play him, but what number? I I didn't I didn't notice him, right? So I think <laughs> that um I I I love that humor and um because it's from Daryl Sutter, I think you have to uh um just kind of relax and take it for what it is that he's it's it's just him and he's being funny, right? And um I think that he's got the pedigree in this league to be able to to be able to pull that kind of thing off. Um, in terms of the Flames, they've actually been playing well the last month here. Um, I've I have no problem with, with with their play. The problem is that they don't get the results whenever Markstrom is in net because he's yeah. he's not the better option there right now. So um, I think that if they do um, if they do go back with Markstrom, I think that um, they do tend to give up more goals. And I I like Alex uh, play a lot better. Um, so I think that. Uh, we got to monitor the goalies there. Um, Vladar gives them the better option to win, and and Columbus. Uh, just quickly glancing at their chart, they um, yeah, they are what they are. They're going to give up a bunch of 
but they're, they're going to give up a bunch of chances here. So I, I, and Calgary's playing well. So um, I've got, I've, I've got nothing here, but in terms of pricing and, um, and strike point and where you can enter the market, I think that you need to um, wait to see um, which, which, which goalie is going to, going to do that too, because um, um, Markstrom still demands respect and it's not warranted at this point. All right, so keep an eye on the goalie situation in Calgary there. Uh, there is one more game here. Well, it gets set because there's been a few things said about it. Uh, I didn't know that there wasn't any like uh, any plays that were sticking out. But, Alex, we'll start with you. Are there any thoughts on this Buffalo-Dallas game tonight? I see there's a comment here from Aaron Lappin saying, Stars, Leafs, Moneyline, Parlay, uh, Paulino asking, is there a chance Wedgwood will start today? Just any thoughts on this Buffalo-Dallas game? It's a, it's a tough one because, I mean, the way at Buffalo has been just kind of just, uh, you know, having their, their struggles and, and, you know, where it looked like, okay, maybe this is a team that's a couple, you know, moves away from making a run for a wild card spot, and then all of a sudden they start to struggle, lose the games against teams they should be able to beat pretty easily. So they've been a hard team to read. But even Dallas, you know, they're going through their issues as well, which is bound to happen. They were playing good hockey at the beginning of the year. Now we're seeing other teams in the Central start to pick up, so they're having their struggles as well. So this just kind of, you know, it, the, the timing of these two meeting up couldn't uh, couldn't be worse in my in my opinion as far as trying to pick a winner here. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago I would have been all over a Buffalo at, at a dog price, but this is just seems like it's just kind of tough. These are two teams that just kind of uh, go back and forth right now and, and just finding their footing. So. Uh, you know, Dallas, the team I like to, to you know, progress and, and play better, but this is not a price point to buy on right now. Yeah, I, I completely agree with Alex. Um, Dallas, I'm generally high on, but, um, but, but as, but as um, Alex mentioned, they are, they are experienced they've been play right now. So I think that um, that's, that's something to keep an eye on um, in terms of the goalie. Um, it's really, it's really, Difficult. I'm um, heading into the All Star break because teams have different um, different mentality in terms of how they handle workload and um, like like which which goalies get the longer rest depending on what their workload has been like and what's going to be happening during the All Star break. So um, I don't see any reason why they would play Wedgwood. Um, so that means that um, it's it, we need to keep an eye on that because it's, it's possible <laughs> that he will play then. Um, so yeah, I. I would keep an eye on that. Um, the um, for the Sabers, uh, UPL uh, Lukanen does give them the better option, but he is coming off um, a game where he gave up three goals, and coaches kind of shy away from giving a young kid um, uh, back uh, back to back starts like that. And they are they're also on a back to back. They're playing in St. Louis tomorrow, so um, coaches have different different philosophies. So um, this is a game that I'm. Um, I'm staying away from. Uh, just keep in mind that Dallas has a dip, and Buffalo, um, as Alex mentioned, they're kind of up and down as well. So it's really tough to um, to uh, pinpoint a price point um, with 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 confidence here. Okay, fair enough. So leave it at that. Uh, there is a question here for you from uh, Connor Hartle. So money says, is there a good app for hockey breaking news like fantasy? 
like app for NFL. Uh, I get push notifications from Daily Face Up. They're not always the quickest. Alex, you can speak to that yeah. one as well. We were literally just talking about this <laughs> before before we got on air. It's kind of funny uh, because I, I like using goaliepost.com, but they've been having some issues lately. And uh, Daily Face Up, he said, not the quickest in the world. So, yeah, it, it's kind of tough. I think, you know, for all of us, I mean, so many, I don't know which, which sites you use for information right away. Like I try to get stuff that's kind of Twitter sourced from uh, beat writers and things like that for my updates. But like I said, you know, it's always hard trying to find things quicker than, than, than others. You can't just sit there and scroll Twitter for hours waiting for everything to pop in too. So, Wait, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, technically you can. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that is what I end up doing. But, but you know, it'd be nice to have a, a, a site that's kind of easier and more streamlined. So yeah, what, what do you use? Because the site yeah. I'm using personally is working though. Yeah. I think um I I think Twitter is your friend um I think that that's the that, that's the best on the um the aggregate sites daily face off goalie post um they're fine and they're pretty accurate after the news comes out but uh, but but the problem is I'm just laughing at the comment but the, yeah <laughs> but the but the problem is that um they're just not quick enough and um I think that if you're getting goalie information um half an hour after after a beat writer has announced it, that's fine for fantasy, but it's too late for betting purposes. Um, so what what I do, and um, I think that this is a good tip, is that um, use a site like Goalie Post um, where they where they source um, where the information is coming from, like from from the beat writer, and then get those beat writers um, those names um, into lists on Twitter. Um, from like different teams and all that um, and now you have the beat writers um, that you can put in within your specific list that actually provide the goaltending and the lineup information so that um, whenever you're on Twitter which realistically you should be on 24 7 but whenever you're on Twitter um, you can um, you can get on your list and then um, it'll it'll automatically populate for you in real time um, who the who, who the starting goalies are and that way you can you can beat the beat the aggregate sites if you're if you're uh, waiting on news all right appreciate it guys well hopefully everyone enjoyed the show here today if you did you can head over to the edgework youtube channel make sure to like and subscribe on there uh you can also follow all the picks that we give out in real time after the fact see how we've done throughout the season on the bet stamp app in the find better section as edgework hq you can follow us on twitter as edgework hq as well and listen to this back if you miss in real time or only caught part of it you can always find this back on podcasts on all podcasting platforms as edgework there thank you to everyone who tuned in here today this will be the edgework crew on mondays moving forward you can catch myself matt russell uh, I don't think Todd is back yet, but Alex Moretto tomorrow on the uh, Edgework YouTube channel as well. So make sure to turn on notifications so you get notified exactly when we go live. But thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. So money, Alex, enjoyed doing this with you guys. Look forward to doing this every Monday. So I will see each of you later in the week in different spots. Sounds, Sounds good. good.